You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to Millennial Love, the independent lifestyle desk's weekly podcast on love, dating and relationships, hosted by me, Olivia Petter, lifestyle writer, and me, Rachel Hosey, assistant lifestyle editor. Dating today is a world away from what it was even just 10 years ago. With dating apps, millennials are finding it harder to meet people than ever before. And even when we do, who's to say we won't be ghosted or zombied or breadcrumbed or all the wonderful other kind of things that we do to each other. So that's why we decided to launch Millennial Love as two long-time singletons in their 20s, talking candidly about all the things everyone is doing but not always willing to admit. Can I just point out with that intro that we say two long-time singletons? I'm not sure how comfortable I feel saying that all the time. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> I was going to say, guys, don't do yourselves down. <laughs> guys, also, if you're wondering who that voice was, I was about to introduce our guest for this week. We are delighted to welcome comedian, writer and social media influencer Bella Younger, who you may know from her social media account, her Instagram account, sorry, Deliciously Stella, which poked fun at all the clean eating influencers out there and is rather brilliant. So thank you for joining us, Bella. Thank you so much for having me. Um, So are you a long time singleton too? I guess so. Yeah, I would say so. Welcome I, to I don't have club. any. I don't have any shame about it. No, it's just it's just saying it every week. Two long time singletons. Very well, Miss Havisham. If you say it like that, it sounds like it. But if you go <laughs> two long time singletons, okay. then it's like woohoo! You can say it like that next week. All right, I'll do that next week. Anyway, <laughs> um, Bella, would you like to sort of tell the listeners who might not know you a little bit about who you are? I feel like you summed it up pretty well. But yes, I started an Instagram account in reaction to the clean eating movement about three years ago. Amazing. Yep. Um, and it was called Deliciously Seller. And I recently sort of moved it on. Mm. And I'm now Instagramming as myself and feel very unnatural about that. But yeah, it's great. Why is this is why is this why you decided to call it Deliciously Stella rather than I can't say this Deliciously Bella. Um, the name Deliciously Bella was actually taken. No. Yes. By an Australian blogger who just takes pictures of cake and has oh. only posted about 12 times. Oh, no. How disappointing. But I've heard that you can reclaim that name if you can sort of prove more of a right to it than they do. Because people, really? they don't like inactive accounts on Instagram. And so, you know. Well, it's too late now, though, because Deliciously Stella is too unknown. You you know. <laughs> She's a brand babe. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Personal brand. <laughs> you can't go back. <laughs> Personal brand. No, but then it's also, you know, I suppose your personal identity is a bit separate. But now it's you. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Now I am now I am her. I am quite similar to her in many, many ways. It's like having an alter ego like Sasha Fierce. Mm. <laughs> I think everyone has an alter ego. I have one. Well yours has a good name as well. Scarlet Merriweather. She loves this name. Mm. What does name. she do? She's a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, excellent. <laughs> Like that just came to me. That's probably the most inappropriate thing to say. I'm really sorry. That's not. That's sorry, Mum. She's no, not a stripper. There are worse things. You're fine. Shall we do our dating debrief? Yep. Well, yes. A little bit of catch up time. Yes. So I just got back from France, and when I was there, I was reading this book called Promising Young Women by an Irish writer called Caroline O'Donoghue, and it was 
brilliant, particularly from a dating perspective. Love it. So it's about a young woman, she's 26, and she starts an affair with her married boss. Sounds like quite a classic narrative that you've heard time and time again, but it's set in the modern era with Twitter and Facebook and all this stuff. Fantastic. And it's just really well written, and it's a really interesting look at the kind of fragility of like the disillusioned 20-something and how this relationship really breaks her down and how this man manipulates her mm. very subtly and very cleverly in the way that we've probably all been manipulated Sounds before. Sounds relatable. Very <laughs> relatable. And it's Not very funny. Not that I've funny. had an affair with my boss, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just like the power dynamics are really interesting and it's sort of amplified because I think those power dynam dynamics are always in play in relationships mm. to, cer to a certain degree, but because this man is obviously her boss, that's very obvious. Yes. Um, so it's really interesting. Highly, highly recommended. And I know Caroline also is a listener to the podcast. Yay. Thank you, Caroline. Yeah. Well, now Livy is going to lend me the book because I'm actually going to Portugal in a couple of days. And so I will be reading it then. Why is everyone on holidays all of the time? It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> not <laughs> me. We're just avoiding work as much as we can, to be honest. Um, <laughs> swanning around looking for foreign men no we're not really I mean it's all, part, it's all part of our personal brand really research really yeah <laughs> um, I have actually been doing some work I wrote an article about this it's not I wouldn't call it a new dating trend because I sort of roll my eyes at all these articles going this is the new dating trend but someone has come up with a name for I guess is something we've all experienced um, with regards to dating in the summer and it's called freckling and I would describe this as sort of it's a move on from the idea of a summer fling or a summer romance and the name is called freckling because it's like your summer freckles they come out when the sun's out and then they go back into your face <laughs> um, <laughs> during autumn um, what it basically means is like if someone freckles you you have your casual fun with them over the summer um, but they will disappear for winter, but they don't fully disappear because they might still hang around on social media and then only to resurface come next June. Classic. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've got some freckles. Oh, wow. So they like don't like you enough to make you their like winter girlfriend mm. because that's when everyone likes to be coupled up. Exactly. But they will come back in the summer. Absolutely. Oh, wow. But I feel like summer, everyone gets a bit like, hmm, yeah, summer. Let's, let's yeah, everyone's let's frisky, you're wearing less clothes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm. Well, this actually sort of is going to lead quite nicely into our main discussion of today, which is all about casual sex. But before we get into that juicy discussion, we are going to give you a bio of the week. Uh, this is one I found from a man called George. And his bio reads, Most guys will ask you boring questions like, how are you? Not me. I'll ask interesting stuff like, what was your first pet's name? And what are the second and last letters of your mother's maiden name? <laughs> Which really made me laugh. I mean... <laughs> you laughed the first time I told you. I did. The second time it wasn't as funny. It's a low bar yeah, at this right. point. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, I, I have a tendency to explain jokes. Should I, should I explain it or do you think everyone gets I think, it? I think most people get it. I think, I think, yeah. Okay. It's like when Rachel once tried to explain sex on the podcast. Well, <laughs> one would hope that when you're listening to Millennial Love Podcast, it's not so you mm. can find out how to do sex. <laughs> like, hopefully it's because you've done sex. Yeah. And, yeah, you just 
Yeah. Well, Ooh. if you're not sure, listen back to that episode. <laughs> and I can't remember which one it was. Rachel was head girl. She likes to explain things to people. I just like everything to be clear. I was the only person in my year, basically, who wasn't a prefect. In spite of me having a sister two years younger than me, which meant I must have been voted in, but all the teachers must have been like, no, this can't happen. It can't oh. be Bella Younger of all the people. Do you know what? I feel like maybe there was a conspiracy. Oh, absolutely, yeah. They probably were all threatened by you and thought, do you know what? We can't have her getting more successful. I know. Well, you showed them. I did, didn't I? You <laughs> showed all them. All my leadership skills I've displayed oh. on, my, on my sad Instagram. Uh, <laughs> well, with many followers. That is true. Yeah. I bet you have more followers than any of those prefects. That's probably true, actually. And that's all that matters in this day and age. <laughs> it really is. Instagram followers. <laughs> Honestly, that's the measure of success. I'm joking. That's not really the measure of success, even though you have done fantastically well. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> casual sex. What is it, please? Right. So, yeah. Expert on casual sex. No. <laughs> the Urban Dictionary definition. Love. Uh, casual sex is defined by having sexual contact with another person with no plans on furthering a long-term committed relationship with that person. Brilliant. So that's a very vague mm. umbrella description. Mm. And I, I would like to point out that I think when you say casual sex, a lot of people think one night stands. Not necessarily one night stands because it can be prolonged casual sex. Mm. It can be with someone you know. It can be with someone you've... It's very sort of millennial as well, very 2018 and 2017 really, to, you know have sex with someone and then maybe see them again three months later and you hook up again and then the next time you see them maybe you just snog and it's all this this very casual and mm. you don't really know what's happening yeah and it happens a lot it happens a lot and my my first question i suppose is how does that casual sexual relationship come about because i think a lot mm. of the time it's it's implicit it's never explicitly stated how rare is it that you sit down with someone after having sex with them say okay like let's just keep this casual I'll, I'll probably message you when I feel like it and you'll be okay with that no one really says that it's sort of just implied that this isn't going to be a serious thing do you think it would also be quite concerning if after having sex with someone once well, you <laughs> just met you were like by the way you're my boyfriend now well exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> I'm not sure that goes down that well either no so it's it's a weird one but it's just so so marky because some some people will sort of go on a couple of dates with someone before they sleep together but then for them that's still in their head this is not progressing into anything serious all mm. i'm after is a casual thing and you know no one really has those discussions before you sleep with someone i think sometimes it comes about because i mean i'm not saying this is a good thing but sometimes you're just drunken in the same place or maybe it's you know someone you know that and you've always had this flirty relationship with one night you're both just in the, the mood or you're a bit drunk or whatever it might be and then it happens and then and then you're sort of in this huh what is this now was that a one-time thing is this gonna happen again sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't i feel like it's there's no obvious way casual sex can come about because by nature it is casual and it's not clear and it's very confusing. Yeah, I think it's yeah notoriously confusing. The whole thing. I think... Yeah, I think... Do you think, though, that there should be more boundaries? I don't know. Do you think when it comes... We should all sort of... <laughs> I mean, you can't, can you? You can't be, like, about to get intimate with someone and be like, so... 
what is this to you? You just can't, can well, you? My, my main question is, because at what point does a casual sex relationship become a serious sexual relationship? Do you know what I mean? Like, surely every relationship starts off sort of as a casual, casual. relationship, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 I think the difference is, is usually if you're actually... I mean, it doesn't even matter if you sleep with someone on the first date, but usually if it is kind of like we're going on dates and so we're going for drinks or we're going maybe and then, you know, you might go for dinner and then you might go for brunch and then you might go for a walk in the park. And if you're doing this kind of like couple datey stuff and having sex, I would suggest that is a relationship progressing. Whereas if it is sort of like that message at midnight, you up, yeah, then that's someone who just wants something casual. Mm. Yes, no, maybe so. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's tricky because because like you said, we don't we don't really have those conversations with people. So I think you have to pick up on like the nonverbal cues and and sort of distinguish between the time that you spend together and the time that you spend apart. So if you're together, it's very easy to sort of behave like you're in a serious relationship, regardless of whether the situation is casual or not, just because you're together. But then when you're not with each other if there's minimal contact and neither one of you is really making an effort to talk to one another, it's just about making plans to see them in like the next few months or, you know. Yeah, for sure. However long. I think that's a casual thing, isn't it? I have heard so many tales from girlfriends who have, maybe it was on a date, maybe it was a random thing, of a guy they slept with, they go back to his house or maybe they go to her house. It's irrelevant, actually. I don't really know why I said that. But they have a grown-up sleepover you know and then the next day the guy's super cute and makes them like breakfast in bed and you know like walks them to the tube station and does all this really cute stuff and is really like cute and cuddly and like acts all boyfriendy and then he like never messages them ever again and they're like what if he surely if he just wanted that to be like a one-time thing why would he act all boyfriendly and coupley with me why Maybe he really enjoys making breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) He sounds great. Like maybe he's like, one day I really hope to open my own brunch restaurant. This Mm. is amazing practice. Mm. I'm going to see how she enjoys this. Mm. But, you know, obviously I never want to sleep with her again. The only explanation really, actually. I think so. I just, I don't understand. One of my friends suggested that maybe it's men's way, and maybe women do this too, I don't know, but from what I hear it's men um (laughs) maybe it's their way of making themselves feel better and on their moral conscious being like oh but I I treated her really nicely so it's okay that I'm now like just never gonna text her ever again Mm. you can see from my face if you can see my face that I am not (laughs) impressed with this attitude (laughs) why do you think why do you think we are more I feel I feel like our generation is more predisposed to having casual sexual relationships rather than more serious ones. Mm. It's because it's so easy to meet people now. Yeah. Well, it is and it isn't. It's very easy to meet someone for something casual. Yeah. I think it's very hard to meet someone and get into a relationship. I think that's also a byproduct of it being so easy to meet people. I think people are much more disposable nowadays. Yes. Mm. You're always like, oh, but there was that person who I like matched with who actually might be better than you. And yeah. Yeah. And, you know, people are just never satisfied. And it's much Mm. more difficult, I think, to be sure. Mm. Case in point, I mean, here this is kind of next level but Adam on Love Island is literally this he's like <laughs> he's like oh I really like this girl a new girl turns in oh but she might be better and that's classic millennial to be honest he's an oily python snake I he mean is. yes and should be removed from the villa 
Slippery, snaky as anything. Also, can't believe he's only 22. He looks about 45. It's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like all of them look quite, like, almost wizened. <laughs> like, they're all so attractive and young, but there's something so... It's in their eyes, I think. I feel like there's been a lot of sunbeds going on. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that that is ageing. It is very ageing. Put your sun cream on, people. Yeah, it's also probably just the look of desperation. <laughs> They've got boohoo discount codes in their yeah, eyes. Absolutely. Um, well, that's kind of interesting actually talking about Love Island is because a lot of people will say like, oh, that's glamorizing and promoting casual sex. Like it's a really bad thing. But why? Why is it a bad thing if sex is consensual? I don't think it is always a bad thing. I think as no. long as both of you are aware that this is just a casual thing and I think problems arise when one of you thinks it means more than it does Mm. which is quite likely um but if you're both on the same page then I think it's absolutely fine I think it gives you the freedom to explore your sexuality free from like the constraints of a relationship perhaps Mm. and it gives you a more progressive approach to sex I think it's more liberating it can be just quite fun like if you sure if you're not in the right headspace for a relationship who's to say you can't have right. casual sex what's right. wrong with it get your kicks get your kicks <laughs> it's a really old person thing to say <laughs> yeah get your kicks <laughs> you know you get what you need you get it um do you think it's a good thing bad thing i think it's definitely a good thing i think that um anyone who said that it wasn't i'd be slightly worried about them mm. yeah. especially people around our age yeah for sure um, yeah, I think if you speak to us. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The people in our parents' generation, they might just be a bit like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, watch yourself. No, 100%. But yeah, now I'd be genuinely horrified if anyone who I knew judged anyone else for having casual sex. People are a lot more judgy of women, though. Yeah, that is true. Mm. So much more judgy. I feel like with men, everyone's like, hey, what a lad, what a player is sleeping with all these girls. Whereas a lot of people will look at women and be like, what a slut. Mm. She's sleeping around, so dirty. And I'm like, absolutely not. That's changing slowly. But yeah. it is slowly. I'm very lucky. I'm in a friendship group where we sort of try and outdo each other by behaving more and more badly. Fantastic. And it's always just like the worst thing that you do is so celebrated because we'll do anything for the story. And like, oh, yes. Nobody has ever, ever felt judged. And I think that's so nice. But I guess it's different for different people. And I do. I did feel really bad again bringing up Love Island. Mm. Um, I felt so bad watching Rosie apologize for... Mm, I know. In inverted commas, doing stuff with... Yeah. Um, 
stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm. Always with the stuff. Um, no, completely, completely, completely. I think, you know, there can be so many pros, like you say, to having casual sex. And mm. there should be no shame attached to it if it's what you want to do. No, I don't think there should ever be shame attached to it. But going back to Love Island, to Adam and Rosie, <laughs> that situation I think is a really good example of when it can go awry. Obviously, they're on a TV program, yeah. so it's different. But from the way Adam speaks about his couple being coupled up with Rosie, he's very much saying, oh, no, it's casual. Like, it doesn't mean anything necessarily. Like, just because we're coupled up, we're not in a relationship. He keeps saying that to the other people. Yeah. And so clearly he feels vindicated to then go and flirt with someone else because he's always said that. But clearly for Rosie, she's much more invested in it. And she's yeah. not really seeing it. Or maybe yeah. she's seeing it as a casual thing with the potential to go somewhere. Yeah. So when you've got that disparity, that's when I think it can be a bit of an issue. I think that she just thought that he would have the common decency not to immediately couple, like go off with someone well, else as soon as they walk into yeah, the Yeah, exactly. I mean, clearly he's a bit of a, I won't say the swear word, but I, you yeah. know, the swear word. <laughs> mm, absolutely. A slimy. The pits. Yeah. Mm, uh, yes. <clears throat> a really hot one, though. It's just distracting oh no i find him genuinely terrifying yeah so do i like i think he's very sinister like i feel like i I look at him and i'm like he wants to wear my skin as a coat (laughs) like he does (laughs) i know what you mean he's like he's too chiseled and too like i don't know it freaks me out i think he is hot (laughs) (laughs) well (laughs) good luck but that's exactly why i always end up being played by these boys actually not always but sometimes um, however, I have never had a casual sex thing like this, to be honest. Also, I've never been on Love Island, obviously. But if the producer listening, send me in. My next question, how long do you think a casual sex relationship can actually go on for? That is a really interesting one. I just, I don't think that it's good to put a definitive timeline on things like this. But I feel like, you know, if you're sleeping with someone casually and you like them... I, I don't know. I feel like it always progresses quite quickly. Mm. I'm I'm very like early to be like, okay, no, I've, I've made my decision. Does one person always catch feels? I think they do. I think it's sort of inevitable. Yeah, same. In most of the cases I know where people have been sleeping together casually, so one person catches feels and then it all goes tits up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's going to go tits up if only one person has feels. Yeah, although one of my best friends actually... Her now boyfriend, they've been together for years, they live together. They started out as little friends with benefits. Oh, really? Yeah. So that, well, that was fine, though, because they both were like, oh, yeah, no, I actually like you and I actually want more, too. But I just think in the majority of cases, I know what would happen to me. Did they have a friendship first, though, before? No. Oh, they didn't? Uh-uh. Oh, that's interesting. So they yeah, were really just benefits. <laughs> yes. Yes, true, actually. Because <laughs> I understand that if they're actually friends Actually, first. that's what a relationship is, isn't it? A friend with benefits. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is, isn't it? Yeah. 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 That's what it's meant to be anyway, because you're meant to be friends with your boyfriend that's, slash girlfriend. That's true. Yeah. God, wow. what, a, what, a, what a profound realisation, Rachel. Christ. <laughs> this is what we've been missing <laughs> the <Wow>. whole time. <laughs> Mind absolutely blown, to be honest. Um, okay, yeah, no. So that worked for them because great they both were like "Mm, yes all the feelings Mm. but i just think that is unlikely to happen most times i think it's a short-term thing to be honest i think it's always got an expiry date and i don't i don't i just i wonder how it ends i don't think it ever Uh, ends well i can't see myself ever (laughs) doing it (laughs) no i don't what the sex (laughs) doing the sex (laughs) 
doing the casual sex multiple times with someone and not catching feels. But that's because to me it is something that is kind of like intimate and you know will always have some type of meaning. She says now, maybe I'll change my mind. But I have so much respect for the people who do it, and it kind of is just like "Eh, that was fun. Doesn't mean anything. I just don't think I could. Don't most relationships though start as casual sex and then progress into well, being a relationship? I, yeah. And isn't just how that's just how it works. That's what no, I think. If that's what I've heard, the- Bella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the long time singletons aren't sure. <laughs> the long time singletons are puzzled. <laughs> how do relationships work? I just wonder why I've been doing it wrong all this time. And it's like, yeah, you've kind of got to do that first. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think you do. And I think either what happens is it progresses somewhere or it fizzles because one person catches the feels and the other person doesn't and then they just sort of phase them out. Because the problem with a casual sex relationship is I think you probably feel that you can treat each other a bit worse than you would yeah, for if sure. you were in a normal relationship. Mm. Like, you can just not reply to their messages for days. Mm. You can just not make a plan with them. Right, yeah, because you're not supposed to really owe them exactly anything and, apart from And that your... can be fine if it's mutual, but if it isn't, it's sort of like you're stringing them along. Do you know what must be horrendous is if you're casually sleeping with someone and then you're maybe you maybe they don't even realize you've sort of started to feel something for them and then they're like mm, i need to end this now because i've actually i'm now dating someone or i've now got <gasps> an, an actual boyfriend and girlfriend that's the worst yeah that's terrible oh. and you're like what no, <laughs> no. that is the yeah. worst they just get discarded mm, yeah because they've got someone else to do it with but they actually want more with that person oh it's like when someone you like maybe date with someone and then they go oh well i, I mean i'm just really not looking for anything serious right now and then two months later they're posting couple selfies on instagram with someone other girl it's never really the case though that you don't want anything serious it's that you mm. don't like someone enough exactly yeah, no. that's what I, I always think so as well no it's so true and it's like recently I had to tell this guy I just wasn't in a mental space for dating which he just wouldn't accept either and he kept being like message me when you're in a, the right mental space for dating and I'm like take the hint oh uh, well at least he didn't ghost me no I did yeah. well no but I, I did ultimately well not really but he he just wouldn't take no for an answer even though I'd already said no I think you were straightforward with him I, I, I was because I wasn't and I'm potentially not I don't know in a mental space of dating well but also you hadn't slept with this guy I think it's different no, we literally went on one date yeah I think to oh I think to fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> fine. absolutely fine I would just run away and He'll never reply yeah. very persistent <laughs> it's quite nice when someone's very persistent Isn't I mean it? scary yeah but like also <laughs> my self-esteem's my a little bit better today yeah yeah no, no no true 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 but I mean it always also turns me off because I'm confusing like that yeah Mm. Uh, but anyway, that's not what this is about, is it? We always seem to go into my issues. Wow. <laughs> wow, it's almost like I just need to talk about them. Um, okay, so why don't we think about what our what are our tips for someone embarking on a casual sexual thing? I was going to say relationship, but let's not even call it that. Encounter? Uh, well, it might be, I, I presume, it could be a one-off or it could be a, a multiple times Encounters. encounter. Encounters. Mm, yes, yes, yes. I think the first thing you need to do is work out in your mind what you're expecting from the situation mm-hmm. so that you, you know, you set yourself some parameters. Yes. Mm, I think that's really important. Mm. And try and be honest with yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, you can, it's very easy to say to yourself, oh yeah, I'm fine. Like if someone, if you like someone and they're not really engaging, but they, they sort of leave little breadcrumbs of interest. Yeah. Maybe they like a social media post or they send you a message every yeah. now and then. 
it's very easy to convince yourself that oh no they do like me they're just busy they're just mm. they're just <sighs> so not in easy. the right headspace for dating and actually <laughs> actually like like Rachel actually I've got a quote from Caroline's book oh about this very thing because in the book she's um the I main character spoiler alert. no it's, it won't be but the main character is an agony aunt and oh. she gets a lot of emails from listeners who give their dating problems oh, and yeah, and so she's the main character is kind of being messed around by this elder man, the boss that she's dating. Mm. And she says, I know exactly what Jolly, who is the Agony Aunt pseudonym that she uses, would say. I know because I've written words to mistresses before, hundreds of them. Words like, you are accepting the love you think you deserve. And don't allow yourself to be hurt just so you can be someone's hobby. And you're not being easygoing and fun. You're being an idiot. Uh. <laughs> Which I think is so important. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. As bleak as that sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be honest no, with yourself, it's my tip. So true, so true. Because I think we all like to think, um, men and women, that we can do this like, oh, I'm just going to be really casual, it's just going to be fun, mm. I'm not going to catch any feelings. And But the fact of the matter is, is that when you sleep with someone, there are those hormones that get released. Um, and, you know, for some people, you, it might be kind of inevitable that you're going to start liking someone. If you if you know like that you can just do it casually then absolutely fantastic but if you know that actually it's likely that you're gonna start wanting a bit more you're gonna start to actually like that person and think about them during the daytime and want them to reply to your text and get all fizzy when they do text you then you need to catch yourself check yourself before you wreck yourself yeah <laughs> that's such good advice wow i know i always feel like i'm very easygoing and fun but um in reality i have absolutely no chill <laughs> yeah um, neither do i i think you know as a stand-up comedian you have to be a very special combination of sort of like you know terribly terribly low self-esteem but also think you're very very brilliant mm. <laughs> so i'm just like oh of course they don't want to go go out with me and then i'm like but why i am so amazing <laughs> it's very confusing no i can imagine that i can imagine that and then you have to also kind of not get insulted if the person is like uh, i don't want to date you i just want to shag you mm-hmm. not that they'd ever say that to you though well they might maybe not in such a blunt <laughs> way <laughs> you know i've been propositioned before really um well you basically a guy that i knew was it was the end of a night out type thing and he basically said he wanted to come back to my house um but I, and i was like eh. and then he was like yeah i'm just gonna have a relationship and i was like oh absolute swerve and i was also thinking like you know <laughs> this is just not a good idea to do and then i wake up the next morning and i was like i'm so pleased with myself for just coming home and eating pizza in bed i actually think i've come to a realization during this conversation i think casual sex works if it's a one-off I think ah. if it's a one-off and maybe it's a friend and you've always sort of fancied each other and you sleep with each other at a party, Interesting. it doesn't matter, big deal, get over it. If it's a prolonged thing and you're seeing them, you know, sporadically over a period of months or weeks or whatever, then I think it's destined to fail because feelings will inevitably develop, expectations will come up and there will be a mismatch in terms of what people are looking for. So I think the answer is to just have one night stands. No, I'm kidding. No. Yeah, <laughs> when you want your casual sex, just choose a new dude or lady. <laughs> yeah, 
I don't know if that's viable though, because the first time you have sex with someone can be so unbelievably awkward. That's the yeah, other thing. Yeah. Actually. And w- would you just want to go through that over and over again? No, no. very. Valid There's that point. lovely familiarity that comes with someone who actually like knows what you like. I think yeah. I think they call that a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> or you can have that with someone you're having casual sex with. Re- yes, over a period of time. If it's time. repeated, yes, that's it's, true. That's fine. That's true. So essentially, there's no solution. Either you have not so great sex and don't get the feels because you're having it with different people, you know, from time to time, mm. or it's the same person, you know, regularly, or maybe irregularly, but you know, multiple times, and they know you well, so great sex, but it, it, the feels will probably come. I think the answer is just to sleep with people who are good in bed but ultimately hateful. So, <laughs> so you can never like you them. never like yeah. them, yeah. but you're like, Ace, this is good, but get out of my house. Yeah, that's great. Mm. That's great. And you yeah. both need to find each other mm. like emotionally repellent. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So That's going to be my new aim. Find someone you hate, <laughs> hate but are attracted but to. But are attracted to. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Ooh, yes, nice. I'm going okay. to have homework for this week. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> um, yes, lovely. However, what I would love to ask the listeners is, you, we're sitting here thinking we don't think it can ever work. If you've got experience... Either you, from friends, whoever it might be, of this casual sex repeatedly thing working, please tell us, because we would love to be proved wrong. Mm, yes, I agree. Also, if you are engaging in casual sex, contraception, contraception, contraception. Yes. I wrote also, that down in yes, big letters. Capitals, three times. Yes. Um, Very uh, important. That is important, yes. Make sure you've got that straightened out. Make sure you've got your, everyone's checked out. Mm. Everything is A-okay. Clean as a whistle. Yes, absolutely. Um, brilliant. I think that's a nice point to wrap up casual sex and go on to a dating dilemma. Ooh. Yes. So uh, we've actually been saying quite a few recently and just been so too busy to get into them. But today, today's the day. So thank you so much for sending this in. Um, it's quite a nice, quite a nice length one. So you sit back with a cup of tea. Although you're probably not just sitting at home with a cup of tea. You're probably on your commute with your head in someone's armpit. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we hope this will distract you from that. Here goes. I matched with a guy on Tinder who I really clicked with. This is a rare occurrence for me. And we started messaging nearly every day. He's laugh out loud funny over messages. And I've told him that I hate that he's funnier than me. After about a month of messaging, we finally met up for a date. He was a little bit timid and awkward, but very sweet. Although I didn't get a spark, I decided to give it another go. And we met for another three dates. We've had four dates now, but as it's my final year at uni, I've been very, very busy. So those four dates have been spread out over about four months and we've been messaging in between. So it's the fourth date and we still haven't even kissed yet. We leave the bar and he hesitates like he's going in for the kiss, but then hugs goodbye. For some reason, after the date, I just get very angry and meet my housemates to vent. I feel like I've wasted my time. In these four months, I haven't slept with anyone. I've deleted Tinder. I've not been speaking to anyone else. Obviously not because I felt like I had to, but just because I didn't want to. That night after the date, I re-downloaded Tinder and got swiping. Also, my friends told me to call it quits with the guy, and I agreed. He messaged me the next morning saying, Last night was fun. Hope you're enjoying the library. I replied and decided later on I'd explain how I think we should either carry on as friends because we do have lots in common, or just call it quits. However, I couldn't think how to say it right and kept putting it off. I took five days to reply to the next one and apologised. He replied an hour later saying how he knows how stressful it is in final year and not to worry. This was my chance to tell him how I feel and break it off. But no, instead, I ghosted him like the horrible person I am. 
I've always said I could never do that to someone and ranted to my friends when they've been ghosted, saying how cowardly the person is to do it. But apparently, this didn't stop me from doing the exact same. It's now been five weeks since the ghosting and I feel awful. Do you think it's too late to reply and explain why I've been a knob and blanked him? Bear in mind, I will probably never bump into him because he commutes to the city where I go to uni, so he doesn't live here. I'm graduating and moving, and he's moving away to do a master's. I would love to hear what you guys think. Also, please never stop the podcast. I'm obsessed. <laughs> That's so nice. Um, yes, thank you for that lovely note at the end. Um, this is quite the situation. Oh, it's really frustrating because he's just not being proactive. He's not being proactive, but I think it's never too late to apologise for bad behaviour. And I think yeah. it's always appreciated, especially if it's a ghosting. Yeah. Mm. Because yeah. it's horrible. Yeah. Really, really horrible to be ghosted. I think she should totally message, even if it's been five yeah. weeks. Because the fact of the matter is, is ghosting just gives you no closure. And even if it's been five weeks, he, w- she will probably still pop into his head sometime. And, th- and he'll think, what happened with that? Mm. Why did she do that? Was there something wrong with me? And like, but on four dates, and and then he 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 will probably be feeling a bit low. And obviously, you can totally acknowledge. You can be like, I'm so sorry that it's been five weeks since we last spoke, and I just wanted to apologise for not sending you a proper message. Um, and I, I just wasn't sure how to word it and kept putting it off. And I realised that wasn't great of me. I I I hope you don't mind. You probably realised. I think it would be better. Um, I think mean, you can't say as friends if you're not going to see each other ever again, but. You could say something to, I think, just give them that closure. I also think the fact that it was a fourth date and he hadn't kissed you, I would have been frustrated like you as well. But I would say, kiss him. Yeah. Easier said than done. Yeah, I agree. Like, you know, or, you know, you can do my strategy. I don't tend to initiate the kiss, but I would sort of make it very obvious that I am open to being kissed. <laughs> How does one do that without going in for the kiss? Like, what? Is, what is the strategy behind yeah, that? T- I really want to know. Please tell me about that. Please Rachel. tell what do me do? what this is. I mean, there's no like one size fits all approach, guys. No, just, there is, and I want to know what it is. Picture you sitting there pouting your lips. I just no. imagine you hovering near his face a lot, <laughs> just like sort of proffering yourself. <laughs> I'm ready to be kissed. No, but it's just like it depends on the situation. But obviously, if you're like on the sofa next to each other or something, if you just sort of like you know make yourself very close maybe you're sort of like lying on not lying on them but your bodies are like <laughs> close and then you know just like sort of like turn your face so their mouth is really close to yours anyway and then they just do the final actually doing but then it. what if they <laughs> don't <laughs> know imagine if you're lying on him with your face really near his face and, he, and he's just like oh god please no and you're just moving your mouth close to him you don't want to go in for the kiss you don't like- want to do it I think that's bad advice. Don't listen to that. I feel like this sounds weirder than it is. It does, because I'm just imagining you lying on this man. I don't I don't just lie on men. This 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 is not this did not come out how I meant it. Please do not just lie on a man and put your mouth near his. It's not good advice. But all I'm saying is I don't know what I'm saying. I okay, I what I would say, if you want to see this guy again. Ask him I out. don't think she does. She doesn't? No. Okay. Well, then, if I mean, it depends. If you do, ask him out. If you don't, then just send him a message and apologize. Say you've been really busy. It will make both of you feel better 
if you send this message. Yeah, because resolve the situation. Any unresolved yeah. situation is going to play on your mind and his. Yeah, mm. it's clearly playing on her mind. Yeah. You know, to have written in in the first place. So, yeah, I think for closure from both sides. It's interesting, though, because she says, you know, after the first date. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. She didn't get a get a spark and she gave him another chance, which I am like the worst at doing. Even mm. though my mom's always like, you know, you have to have an extra chance. I'm like, bye. Oh yeah, I'm, <laughs> the same. I'm terrible at that. If, if the know. first date doesn't go well, time I'm is like, precious. Yeah. yeah, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, but that's probably where I'm going wrong. But anyway, I think it's quite <laughs> impressive that she, you know, went out with him three more times after that. But she doesn't say if she then got the spark. But the fact that she decided she didn't want anything from him makes me think no. Mm. So I'm wondering, I don't know, I feel like it is unusual to have gone on four dates and not even kissed. But that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with it. It does make me wonder if he was just incredibly timid or very shy or inexperienced or... Because like, to be honest with you, most guys just stick it on you. If you're giving them the signs, <laughs> if you're lying down on them, then <laughs> yes. go for it. This sounds like a non-consensual thing. <laughs> I'm not really not advocating forcing yourself on anyone. Just to be clear. Thank you, Rachel. Yes. So to sum up in this situation, our advice is do message him because it will make both of you feel better. It's a polite thing to do. And don't worry about the fact that, you know, you may never see him again and it's been five weeks because it's still it's still the nice thing to do. Yeah. And rare, actually. You can recover from a ghosting. I'm going to put that out to everyone. If you've ghosted and feel bad about it, you can you can come back and apologize. Reach out with an aubergine emoji. Maybe not. <laughs> My friend is so militant about ghosting being terrible that if, if she matches with someone on Bumble, she makes a split decision. And if she's like, oh, I'm not sure, she will unmatch with them immediately just so no one's really? led on to the point where they're like, is she going to message? She's like, it's not fair. Because if, they if they've swiped on you and you're the one they really want a message from and then you just can't be bothered, mm. you know, they just they feel rubbish as well. That's really interesting. That's but really like, good. Mm. I like that. Yeah. I I don't do that. I should. No, absolutely not. I'm just like, oh, that was an error. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was a drunk swipe. <laughs> there is, I mean, on all the other apps, though, where anyone can start the message, like, probably 80% of my matches don't talk to me and I don't talk to them. Because, I don't know. And on the, on, all the, on the other apps where the women don't have to start the conversation... I'm just too lazy and don't bother. And guys swipe right on everyone. And then when they get the match, they're like, do I actually like this girl? And they'll usually look at me and go, nah. So I think, I don't know. I think it's quite normal to match and not talk. But because as well, the, the, it's almost the same as ghosting. If they're like, oh my God, yes, I matched with this girl. And then they're like, shit. Oh, damn it. If they're, if they're like, <laughs> oh my God, I matched with this girl. And I'm so excited. She looks amazing. And then they check back, you know, a couple of hours later and she's unmatched. It's the same thing. Yeah, I guess so. Mm. I guess, you know, it's just 
so much rejection in this world. Brutal. My main thing is I'm on this really awful celebrity dating app. Are you? Which one? Raya. Are you on it? I oh am. Oh my gosh, we need to pause with this and talk about it because what can you tell us? Um, <laughs> I can tell you that all I do is just swipe right on celebrities. And wait. Who have you seen? Oh my God, such good ones. Really? Joshua Jackson. <gasps> wait, who's that? No way. Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Also, have oh you seen God. The Affair? Yes, uh, yes, he's in the affair. Gorgeous. Yeah, so yeah, he's the most famous person I've seen, but I see people all the time. I switch it to men and women, even though I'm straight, just because I want to see the women that are on there. Good idea. Yeah, yeah. So, do you like, did you get approached and asked to join it, or how does it work? So, one of the girls who set it up is a friend of a friend, and I went to my school reunion, and she was like, oh, your Instagram's quite popular. Maybe they'd let you on. And yeah, you have to get put forward by PRs. Wow. It's super intense. I want to get on it. Everyone on there is actually just like a sad Instagram model mm. and like you have to make a slideshow with a song what? so it's lots of white men like with rap songs oh <laughs> rap songs oh. backing this slideshow of black and white photos of them with bulldogs and um oh yeah yeah lots of like you know men in their 30s who skateboard oh, oh no God. yeah it sounds like Bebo with the soundtrack did you guys have Bebo yeah yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> soundtrack to your profile <laughs> it's basically yeah it's a lot it's a lot like Bebo with but with occasional Well. Occasional celebs thrown in, which Hilarious. I just find thrilling. But wait, surely Joshua Jackson, he's American, isn't he? Yeah, he's American. So basically it's it's set worldwide because it's oh. such a small community. Jesus Christ. Um, oh. So but yeah, so my friend who I met who put me on it was like, Yeah, my friend just went on this date in New York. He like flew her over. No. And I was like, that sounds really scary. Like what if he was just like sort of a basement in prisoner and you're just stuck in New York yeah, and if you don't fished. if you don't like him, do you then have to get a hotel room? But I guess maybe she was just really rich or something. But I was like, if I found myself in New York Oh, I'd spend like the night in like a rat infested hostel. And yeah, but also life. power imbalance from the offset. I'd never let a guy pay to fly me out to like oh god no i'd probably go for the lols <laughs> yeah this is going to be a great story but i content. might end up like you know in pieces in a cupboard but yeah. <laughs> i'll retell the story on the podcast <laughs> it'll, be great. it'll be great it'll be great um no that's so so interesting i actually i don't know if i even wrote the article i think maybe i can't remember what happened but i tried a bunch of the like elite dating apps mm. um and a lot of them sort of granted me access as you know a journalist researching for an article raya wouldn't let me on because i bet i don't know yeah they wouldn't even let me research annoying um but yeah uh, so i went on quite a lot of ones for like elite where everyone's really rich as opposed to famous yeah. and it was just the most brash awful thing there was this one where You you put your salary or your like your income or your net worth on your profile. That's hideous. Mm. It was absolutely mental. Oh I it was like two mm, p. Mm, I saw Craig David on Raya once, and I think <gasps> he would do that. God, think of all the puns. I know. Which day all you I meet, wanted Craig? was for him, <laughs> him to invite me on a date, so I could just be like, "Let's meet for a drink on Tuesday." <laughs> never. It wasn't to be. Ugh. I've seen some minor celebs on normal dating apps. Like you see a lot of the main Chelsea stars. I saw mm. um, Connor Maynard. I've seen. Do you guys remember Ridian from X Factor about a million years ago? Yes. Do I? <laughs> yeah, we matched, and I <laughs> messaged him, and he never replied. Oh no! Oh, I know that's awful. I he know. was the Welsh man with the blonde spiky hair. Opera. He wasn't Jedward. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing these days because he didn't reply to me. Oh. Rude. 
Um, oh, and I've seen some like tennis players and stuff. Mm, yeah, my friend matched with Matt Cardle. No. And they messaged for ages. And she just pretended not to know who he was. And he was like, I'm a musician. And she was like, oh, that's so nice. And I, was like, oh. yeah. I was like, Flick, you're a monster. Like, I can't believe you were just leading poor Matt Cardle on. <laughs> and then, then like, she asked me for a drink. And he was like, oh, no, I don't drink. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's an alcoholic. This all makes sense. It is actually Matt Cardle. Whoa. Yeah. That's interesting. I know. I actually, um, a girl I know from uni, she shared on Facebook recently that she had matched and chatted to Dr. Alex from Love Island. Oh really? yeah. yeah, I know someone who matched with him, and she <gasps> screenshotted the messages and sent them to me as proof, and of his potentially not that niceness. <gasps> no, no, don't say it. He's just like there's a lot of like, when are you coming over for cuddles? Oh, and then like, I know you think I'm a player, but I'm not that kind of guy. Which is just fascinating. You know what? That would actually make so much sense. I bet you, in the real world, he's actually. Straight up player. I yeah. bet he is. But to be honest with you, in the real world, he would get all the girls. Yeah, of course he would. It's because he's in that villa surrounded by absolute, mm, like Adam. Mm. And so he can't get a word in Edgeways because you've got people with 27 abs. I know, around. but actually, I would still go for Alex. Oh, I thought you were going to say Adam. You'd no. still go for Alex. Who would you go for in the house, Bella? I don't know. So someone asked me last night, she was like, gun to your head, who would it be? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the question of the moment, Yeah, really. you've got to bone your way out of the villa. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, oh. and it's tough. Wait a minute, are we talking for a one-time thing? So in that case, Adam. Yeah, one, one time. <laughs> I really despise the snake, but I'm yeah. like, no, it would be him. Because, yeah. I mean, who who are your other options? I'm trying to think. Ayal is gorgeous. He'd show you his crystal collection, though, and it would all be over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I used to, when I first, um, the first episode, I was like, oh, yeah, Ayal, definitely. Yeah. He's so annoying. But, yeah, he's, he is annoying, and he would talk to you about transcendental meditation for hours. If he yeah. was mute. Yes, Ayal. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, lads, we've gone off on such a tangent. Oh, sorry. No, this is really divine. I'm just slightly concerned that the listener's going to be like, where has this gone? Well, hopefully they all watch Love Island. Well, I hope so. And if not, I'm so sorry if we've just bored you to pieces and also talked about celeb dating apps and everything, but I thought that was rather fascinating. And considering we have Bella here, we've got to make the most of these gems. But, guys, time is up. I know. So sad. That is it for today. Please, please, please subscribe, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts. And we so, so love hearing your feedback. Um, it touches our hearts when we get messages from you on Instagram or emails. And we had such, so many lovely responses to last week's episode about mental health and anxiety as well um so we really appreciate you opening up to us it does mean the world it does and we always reply thank you so much for sending your messages in and please keep sending your dating dilemmas and disasters uh you can email them to us at millennial.love at independent.co.uk and everything will be kept anonymous or you can slide into our dms on instagram at millennial underscore love Absolutely. Uh, we also have a Facebook group, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash millennial.love. Bella, it has been a joy to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. How it's can everyone lovely. find you? Oh, God. Well, if you really must, then you can, <laughs> find, you can follow me. She doesn't me. need any more followers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I genuinely do. I'm hemorrhaging them. <laughs> um, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at deliciouslystella. I'm sure they all will. And we will put a link in the show notes. We will. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye. Bye.